you're so much more functional like psychedelics than you are on weed <laughs> like like i could afterglow and like go to work or do whatever on psychedelics like all day i'm yuki joined by my co-host reggie and you're listening to modern day hippie the podcast about doing drugs in a responsible fun and safe way to improve your life before we jump into today's episode a quick legal disclaimer this podcast is for educational and entertainment purposes only. Our goal is to educate and inform others about the realities of substance use in an engaging format. By listening to this podcast, you agree not to attempt to recreate anything found in this episode or any of our other content. We are not confessing to any acts stated in this podcast. The content in this episode should not be treated as factual or real in any way. Now, with that, we hope you enjoy today's show. Ladies and gentlemen, modern day hippies of all ages, welcome back to the podcast. We're diving into the world of edibles. Uh, this is something that Reggie, I think you're you're quite familiar with, and you can go into detail on some of your experiences and stories. And then I can offer up my kind of counterexamples and my own experiences with edibles because I know they're fairly different from yours. Yeah, man. So I want to talk about this this week because of a very recent experience I had with some Delta 8 edibles, which to my complete surprise, completely knocked me off my ass way more than I expected them to. Have you ever had Delta 8 edibles or like... I I know that you've like tried regular ones, but you're not a big weed guy, I feel like. No, yeah. So I've I've hit like Delta 8 vapes a couple of times and they were fine. They got me high, but it felt not as nice. And as someone who just doesn't usually enjoy being high that much regardless, it like got me high, but at the same time, it gave me a headache and I was like, eh, I don't, I didn't really like this. So based on that experience with the vapes, I have never tried Delta 8 edibles and I don't know if I ever will, to be honest. Yeah, I feel that. And honestly, with Delta 8, like... Like my problem with it is that whenever you vape it, it's a lot harsher than like just vaping weed or like dabs or whatever it is. And it's so inconsistent, like the formula. And it completely just depends on like the terpenes and the mixtures that whoever is cooking it essentially like puts in it. So you really never really know what you're getting with Delta 8. Plus that industry is so kind of unregulated that it's very inconsistent. And especially in the edibles market, like I had a friend who tested a bunch of Delta 8 edibles and it was super inconsistent, even within the same brand of how much actual oh, Delta wow. 8 was in each one. Yeah. So as far as I know, Delta 8 is like legal around the US. Is that right? Actually, I heard someone told me that it's actually not legal in all parts of california because it competes with the cannabis industry oh that's super interesting yeah which is like wow that's so strange because like right. it feels like the very legal safe thing in like the states where weed isn't legal but i guess in certain states where weed is legal you actually can't find it as easily from what i've heard at least right I, I mean regardless as far as i know this is way more accessible than weed at least like legally and i imagine for a lot of our listeners like you could probably go into your local gas station corner store convenience store and at this point a lot of the ones that I've seen do carry some sort of Delta 8 products. Yeah. And if it's not Delta 8, then you might find Delta 10 or THCO, any of these other variations and different terpenes that are coming out that kind of bend the rules of what's legal in places where like Delta 9 THC or regular THC is illegal in high quantities. So it's, it's also a really interesting thing because in certain states, Delta 9 THC is legal to be sold in edibles as long as the, and in vapes, as long as the like percentage of THC is below a certain threshold. But since it's measured by weight, you can get away with kind of putting a lot of Delta 9 THC into an edible to where you pretty much cannot tell the difference at all between a legal Delta 9 edible 
and like like it's sorry illegal that's not edible in a state where we is legal and illegal that's not edible in a state where we is illegal like they're practically identical which is crazy to me but because of the way that it metabolizes in the body delta a edibles and like all of those different types of edibles actually they actually end up hitting you like very similarly to each other and most people just can't tell the difference like i i literally could not tell you the difference between a delta a edible and like a regular edible from california or colorado or something right yeah no that's that's super interesting to hear especially given the wide availability of delta eight and you mentioned delta 10 which i've never even heard of and i, I know that chemically they're just like slightly different compounds and at the end of the day, your body experiences them pretty similarly. And to be fair, my Delta 8 experiences that gave me headaches. Also, there's been times where I've smoked just regular weed. It's also given me headaches. So it's not a whole lot to go off of, to be honest. Yeah, that's fair, man. I feel that. But here's my warning. <laughs> Do not sleep on these variations of edibles, man. Like <laughs> they will fuck you up just as much as any other edible. And I learned that the hard way because the other day I was with my girlfriend and we're like, oh, let's have a chill night, you know, like take some edibles. And we were taking like, we bought like four different types of edibles from the smoke shop just because fuck it, like we could do it and why not? And we just, you know, ate one piece of chocolate, ate one gummy, another piece of chocolate. And we're like, oh, okay, cool. Like, this is whatever, it's just chill. And we thought that all the dosaging was the same in all these edibles, but apparently they weren't because the fourth piece of candy that we ate ended up having more delta eight in it than all of the other pieces of candy that we ate combined but we didn't know that right until like the next day when we checked the labels and we're like wondered why we were so fucked up so oh so that's so, so that's your own damn fault at that point. dude yeah, i know it is but like it's just so inconsistent in what you're getting but yeah definitely read the instructions and if i'm being honest like the dosing is probably not that accurate with a lot of these companies just go for a reputable company if you're going to be buying it from a store and it's not like actual weed edibles you can find out pretty quickly what works and what doesn't work honestly even through a google search yeah I, i'm sure a quick right google search or a reddit search especially would would give you yeah, reddit or even just experimenting if you got the time right <laughs> if you got the time and the yeah, balls. anyways we were uh we we're eating these burgers right and my girlfriend's like, damn, like these burgers are really good. And it was like her first time going to this certain burger place with me. And I told her that she should get extra toasted buns because it makes like the world of difference. And so she's sitting here eating this burger. And she's like, wow, this is like the best burger I've ever had. And I was like, yeah, babe, it's the extra toasted buns. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, yeah, it's gotta be. Not, not <laughs> and then we found out later it was definitely the weed. Like the extra toasted buns didn't do shit. <laughs> but, um, but we ended up like completely just getting baked off our asses and being completely incapacitated the next day. And that is one of the things I really just wanted to touch on today. And my biggest problem with edibles is that they last way too fucking long, man. <laughs> Dude, that's like bingo. That's the main reason why. That's one of the main reasons why I stay away. But hold on. So, so you took them on what, like a Friday or oh, Saturday man. night or something? I was trying to avoid and saying this, man, but I definitely took them on a weekday. <laughs> oh, man. Wait, and so so you were like really high and then you went to sleep and you woke up and you were still really high. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God. How, how long did this last? Dude, I didn't recover until the day after that. <laughs> like, oh like it was bad, God. man. And I, I swear we didn't eat that much. You know what I mean? Like in terms of milligrams, we ate probably like, let's see, the first square of chocolate was like 10 milligrams. And the second one was like another 10 milligrams. And then the third one, the third like candy strip was like 25 milligrams. And then like the last one that I was telling you about was like 100 milligrams or like yeah. or 300 or something ridiculous. Something like that you just wouldn't expect. Jesus. 
and yeah we're just fucked but yeah honestly that was the other thing is like nobody has time for that bro i'm sorry but like you cannot even plan around it because you can't you don't know how long it's gonna last like it's just i feel like so many different factors will affect the length of how long it lasts and there's a difference between how long it's actually lasting and how long you perceive it to last if that makes sense like my girlfriend would always be like yeah like i'd be like oh am i still high my girlfriend's like if you think you're still high and you're still high if you don't think you're still high you're not still high (laughs) i'm like damn it you're kind of right it's more of like a high hangover if anything a little bit yeah yeah it's how i describe like the afterglow with a lot of other drugs it's like i'm not feeling the effects of the ketamine or the psychedelics anymore but there there is this like afterglow where I, I feel like very nice and like I'm having pretty like productive, profound thoughts and I still can't like white sleep, but I'm not like tripping or anything crazy like that. It's kind of just like, dude, yeah, but I feel like you're so much more functional on like psychedelics than you are on weed. Oh, <laughs> like, like I could afterglow and like go to work or do whatever on psychedelics like totally. all day. Wait, okay. Yeah, that, that, that's what I wanted to ask. How, dude, how this is what I was trying. To... Yeah, I was trying to avoid this, man, but let's hear it. Tell all. Dude, I straight up missed work. <laughs> like, oh I know, God. which is super bad. Like, like, had a sick day, quote Yeah, unquote. man. I definitely did feel sick. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you but did. But yeah, definitely missed work. Super embarrassing. And, and yeah, I tried to be like really vague in my reasoning for like not feeling well whenever I get put my excuse in, you yeah. know? No, I feel that. But yeah, it, it was chill. Luckily, like based on my schedule at work that day, it was like the one day of that week that I could actually miss. And it was like kind of chill for me to miss, which was like just super lucky, if I'm being honest. Yeah, honestly, that's great. You're at the club and the music is thumping, but you, you've got nothing left in the tank. So what do you do? Sniff some cacao. Yup, you heard that, right? Sniff some cacao. It's the hottest new trend in the club and party scene. One bum-sized sniff of raw chocolatey powder contains the caffeine equivalent to a half cup of coffee, and boom, it hits instantly. And the best part is you can now sniff cacao anytime, anywhere, right out in the open, in front of the DJ booth or the stage, even at the VIP table with your friends. Now, how does that happen without drawing unwanted attention? Snowgo's spring-loaded bump straws make it possible. These classy, triple-mirror polished bump straws are the safest, most discreet way to enjoy sniffing cacao. In fact, you've most likely already seen people wearing Snowgo's bump straws as pendants around their necks without even knowing it. Discover why sniffing cacao using Snowgo bump straws is being called the biggest revolution in partying since the invention of rock and roll. Jump on over to snowgostraws.com to learn more. That's S-N-O-G-O-S-T-R-A-W-S.com and use discount code MDH15 at checkout for 15% off your entire order. Have you had similar experiences where... The edibles last really long time with regular dude weeds, yeah edibles yeah and that's it. that's like my yeah. biggest issue with them like there was this one 420 that i did in college where i had to meet with like my senior design lab or whatever the day after 420 and i took a bunch of edibles 420 it was crazy honestly we made like this red velvet cake that was all edibles and then we made like this honey that was all edibles and we mixed Damn. it with these drinks and like obviously we're smoking a shit ton and jesus and man i felt so bad because the next day i could not make it to my meeting and i was like the team lead on this project like for senior design and so i texted one of my group members and i was like hey dude like i'm still stoned as fuck from 420 can you cover for me and they're like yeah yeah i got you don't worry 
And so they covered for me, right? Okay. So, so Dude, no. They were one a, of them was a homie, which was cool. Okay. You actually know them. This is the funny part. Yeah. And um, okay. But then, then we were meeting weekly, right? And so then we met again the week after that. And then I showed up to the meeting and like the TA or whatever was like, oh, hey, Reggie, how are you feeling? Like, are you okay? <laughs> and I was so confused. I was like, what is the guy talking about? Like, why does he think I was sick? And I was like, oh, oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm feeling much better. Thanks for asking. <laughs> like, but yeah, um, if someone ever covers for you, make sure you get the story straight. <laughs> yeah, that's good to know. That's good to know. No, dude, the thing that intrigues me the most about this is the fact that it sounds like edibles, as you stack a higher quantity, it will like, significantly extend the length of the experience. Whereas with most of the drugs that I'm consuming, psychedelics first and foremost, taking higher quantities it might extend the length of your experience by a little bit, but the main purpose is it really increases like the peak. You know, like if if you plot like your trip across a graph where like the x-axis is the time and the y-axis is just like how trippy you're feeling. You know, usually I feel like it takes the shape of roughly like a normal distribution, like a normal curve, generally a little bit like steeper on the come up than, than the come down. And the more of a psychedelic you take, at least in my experience and people I've talked to, is it just increases the height of that curve. So if I take one tab of acid or three tabs of acid, it's going to make my like peak of my trip way stronger and just increase like the amplitude of that. It's like adding a multiplier to that. But ultimately the length, like it might be a little bit longer, but it's not that much longer like it's still going to be the same like eight to 12 hour experience for lsd or the same four to six hours for shrooms even if i take like a shit ton more than i usually do and so i feel like weed is the only drug at least that i've tried where it, it can extend the the length of the experience like, to that extent dude yeah and i've always kind of wondered why and i was never really sure if it was because whenever i'm on edibles like a lot of times the edibles taste really good and then whenever i get high i just want to eat more of them and so i end up eating more of them oh my <laughs> God. That's such a vicious it's cycle, so bad dude. man especially with how good edibles are these days or if you make it yourself and you know it smacks like <laughs> but that's something that's that's something that i actually have like never really thought of but you're but you're super right i have the same exact experience where on psychedelics like it doesn't matter how much i take i'm gonna peak and then i'm gonna go down at roughly yep. the same timeline like it's pretty consistent and i could plan around it versus with weed with edibles there's just it's such an inconsistent timeline like you never really know i don't know how much of that's like objective or subjective i don't know if it's because you're actually physically eating it, it has to go through like more organs or whatever than like putting a tab of acid on your tongue but i don't know i mean even the mushrooms you're still consuming them they're still getting digested through your stomach in most cases absorbed through your stomach line yeah that's a good point but i will say though i have heard from other people that if you doze up the acid or whatever it is enough it will extend the length of the trip like people have told me that they've taken like 10 tabs and tripped for like three days you know yeah no actually i did have a buddy who i don't know if i believe this story but i'll tell it anyway he said he was at a music festival and a random person offered him some lsd but it was in like a vial with a dropper instead of in tabs and he's like yeah fuck it sure why not like sticks out his tongue opens his mouth he's expecting one drop dude the guy empties the entire dropper that's, fucked, bro. that's so fucked guy's <laughs> mouth. And, and he literally said he was tripping for like three days yeah dude i don't know uh, so i guess if the quantity is extreme enough i'm sure that will happen like there are there is definitely a line i think that you cross where it just becomes 
just like astronomically inconceivably large. And I think any most rational people would never actively seek that out with psych. Dude, but like, is it all in your head or is it like physically actually lasting longer? Because whenever I did like, remember that my Foreco story on New Year's, whenever I took like a yeah. ton of Foreco and like acid on top of it, it didn't last that like the timeline was still consistent. You know what I mean? Like it was still consistent for an asset timeline. Yeah, maybe. I, I mean, in theory, right, all, all of this is just like half-life based. And so if you take enough of a compound where even after a few iterations of its half-life degradation, that it's still a full amount, like that's still- Yeah, you're right. In my no, head. it makes but, sense in my head. Yeah, too. I will say that, yeah, we, we are not scientists, <laughs> not researchers. We're just, we're, we're shooting this shit here. For real. Yeah, no. And and, and honestly, the, the timing nature of edibles is one of the biggest turnoffs for me, just because like once you're basically tripping on edibles, like once you're high as fuck, which almost every time I've done edibles, it's been like more high than I want to be. It just lasts so damn long and there's not a whole lot you can do about it. And then even on the come up, like it takes a while to hit. And I've heard so many stories of homies where like they take some edibles and it's been like an hour, hour and a half. They're like, I don't feel anything. So they take more and they get fucked. Dude, straight up. <laughs> Dude, wait, isn't that what happened the first time we did edibles? Oh, I yeah. Bro, you didn't even think that you were high. You were like, dude, I don't even feel it. (laughs) No, yeah. In hindsight, I was definitely fairly high, but it's one of those things where I think one of our earliest episodes, we talked about how the first time you do a drug, you might not consciously feel it unless you do a shit ton of it, which we don't advise because you're just like not sure what it's supposed to feel like. You're not sure what to look for. And and I do agree. I think more of drug experiences are in our head than we give credit for. And so, yeah. So basically we, well, I think we split this edible and it was just like me and you like chill Friday night or something at a place you were living at that summer and you start like straight up like, tripping, tripping. on this edible <laughs> yeah like you, you're telling me that I look like this like random kid that we went to middle school with you're like dude you literally look like him right now and I'm like I literally don't feel anything and I remember you gave me a bottle a handle was fed gut <laughs> to feel something and I'm like okay and I think we ended up like watching TV or something. At some point I fell asleep and I just slept on your couch that night. And I think you did too, but because you were really high. I, in the moment, I definitely didn't feel it. I, I think even in hindsight, like I just didn't get that high. Like I think that edible was definitely imbalanced. Right. Yeah. It was inconsistent for sure. Yeah. But yeah, dude, the but, tripping, man. Yeah. I mean, I tri- oh, man, I've tripped too many times off edibles and it, it's surprising to me how much insane. they can make you trip, dude. Even on like the Delta H shit, like you're still tripping off that shit. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's insane. Not not what people expect to happen. So I think that there is a lot of people off. No, dude. And the other thing is I feel like edibles hit really hard. Like unless you know exactly what you're taking and how much, which me, when I took edibles, I just didn't know much about weed. It just like hits too hard and lasts too long. I'm like, I'm not a fan of this. And for me as someone who I just like, I've accepted that like weed is not my thing and I'm at peace with that. Like to this day, I have never bought like bud in my life. But if it's around, I'll hit it sometimes as long as I'm not like trying trying to stay energetic it just puts me to sleep but i would much rather smoke weed than do an edible because it's like at this point i have a good enough idea of you know what like one decent rip will do for me and two and like that for me is like i don't want any more than that otherwise i'm just gonna have to sit on the couch and like go to bed dude that's the biggest problem is that not only is it an inconsistent timeline on how long it's gonna last but if you get too high you are passing out and then like you can't even enjoy it and with weed like you know what the shit does to your memory like you literally won't even remember yeah. everything that happened or you won't remember it accurately and that fucking sucks if you're trying to like do a drug to have an experience because you're not gonna have the experience 
But that's, I think, the difference between, no, yeah, no. I think that's the difference between the way we look at drugs and the way a lot of people with like issues with drugs look at drugs is that people who are using them to cope or using them for the wrong reasons will end up leaning towards a lot of these drugs that will make them not feel or feel a certain way as opposed to what we're advocating for, which is leaning towards drugs that give you cool experiences that you can enjoy. Because we're, we're, we're doing drugs recreationally and responsibly. We're not trying to cope with anything by, you know, doing these things yeah yeah exactly but oddly enough even as i said i'm not a weed person i've actually i have purchased edibles multiple multiple times before and that was strictly because every once in a while my girlfriend and i will go to washington state she has family up there and weed is legal they have dispensaries and we usually stop in we'll buy like one or two packs of edibles and they sit in like our bathroom drawer and if there's ever a night where we like want to go to bed early or we think about trouble falling asleep we'll take like a corner of an edible and it's usually like a one-to-one so it's not like just straight up cbd although i know there are companies that just around the u.s they just sell like cbd gummies and whatnot for sleeping and relaxation which are pretty good Uh, but every once in a while i'll take like a little nibble of an edible you know help us sleep and it generally works well but there was one time where we didn't take that much but i think for whatever reason we just like still weren't able to fall asleep in time and we got to the point where we were both feeling a little bit high and we're just like laying in bed (laughs) talking and laughing our asses off and we end up not falling asleep for like hour or two and honestly we were we're having so much fun we're like okay like whatever this is fine like we'll lose some sleep over just these like really fun conversations that we're having that was funny and outside of that have only used edibles in the last several years for sleep related dude that's actually wild to me because i was reading this book about sleep and it said that weed and alcohol actually hurt your sleep quality (laughs) so i don't know what you're doing man like they help you fall asleep faster but your actual quality of sleep goes down no exactly and that's with any substance as well right like yeah well when we take it it's because we're like oh we don't think we'll be able to fall asleep and like in the past like i would take melatonin a decent amount when i was traveling to try to help with my sleep schedule and i i just realized i hate melatonin like similarly it helps you fall asleep i, I don't know if it scientifically does this but i very much felt like it really drastically reduced my quality of sleep and then it's like once the melatonin wore off like i would just wake up no matter how i felt and so with most melatonin almost every time i took it i would wake up like five or six hours later just feeling so much worse than when i, when I woke up and again i totally agree if you're sleeping on any drug you're sleeping quality will go down like your brain your body needs to be in just a neutral state to get like truly quality rest but i found that with these edibles i definitely prefer them over you know taking five to ten milligrams of melatonin yeah that's fair and honestly i would probably do the same thing because i'm not a fan of melatonin it makes sense that you're using it while traveling because your circadian rhythm and stuff but i don't know man i just i've never liked melatonin personally no me either yeah i'm i'm not a fan it like it worked for me for a year or two and then i i realized how shitty it was making me feel and i was like i don't and now i'm like not as stressed as regulating my sleep when i'm traveling and honestly even the edibles like i can't last time we took the edibles at home even for sleeping like at this point i'm, I'm busy and i sleep when i'm tired dude you're busy that's <laughs> the key if you're busy edibles just are not even an option same with like psychedelics that last for too long like even just acid like if you're busy that's not really an option like no exactly and, and like i love acid i realize that i really enjoy that drug but i don't do it often at all i, I honestly like at this point acid is like a once maybe twice a year thing for me and i think moving forward it'll definitely be a like do it once or twice during burning man every year 
here. And then I don't know if I'll do it outside of that because it is kind of it. Probably, it's I really same. Like, and, I, uh, I really love tripping on acid a little more than I do on shrooms. And like I have a cleaner come up and I get more visuals and it's like fucking crazy and awesome. But I, especially when I'm like going out to a rave or something, like I'm not going to drop acid at like 10 or 11 p.m. Because then I'm not going to be asleep until the next like, day. 10. Like literally, like it's just not worth it. But no, you can exactly. do shrooms and yeah. fall asleep the same night and you're chilling. Like No, exactly. Yeah, yeah, which is perfect. Or it's my 2CB, which is even shorter. Right, um, anything that you snort, honestly. But real quick, let's talk about those yeah. CBD gummies, man, because I actually used to love those in college. <laughs> and I... Oh, really? Like the like right, the early exactly. bird gummies and stuff like that? And I loved them because I would like buy one of those like early bird package from like the convenience store, corn store or whatever. Right. And I would eat the yeah, entire yeah. like packet. It came with like four gummies or something like that. Yeah. And you know, it's CBD, right? Like you're not high. You're just kind of like feeling yeah. feeling good, kind of yeah. feeling kind of buzzy. But if you drink with it, and I don't drink anymore. I don't know if I told you that. I like haven't drank in a couple of months at this point. Probably like like three, four months. Oh, dude, good. <laughs> so happy to hear you. Thanks, man. Well, we can touch on it later. But, uh, but yeah, I would like to talk about that. At some point. But I would, whenever I used to drink, I would rip a whole pack of those CBD gummies and then go out drinking, go out to the bars or whatever. And whenever you mix alcohol with the CBD for some reason, dude, you're just like buzzing, bro. Like when I say buzzing, I mean like calmly vibrating throughout your body, but not your mind. So you're not tweaking, but you are just like buzzing. And it just like was one of the best feelings for me. Yeah. I just really enjoyed it. I don't know. Wow. Okay. Damn. All right. Well, <laughs> sounds, sounds pretty fun. Yeah. Good times probably not gonna do it again because i don't drink anymore but definitely if you are into experimenting with things that's one that i've personally found fun with but you know do everything at your own risk right hell yeah and if you guys try it out you gotta report back and let us know how it went but thank you guys for listening and that's the pod truly thank you for listening to the show we seriously fucking appreciate it if you want to help us out just leaving a rating or a comment you know the drill would be incredibly helpful but more importantly Share the knowledge and the love with your friends. Make sure they're getting the information they need on this topic that is so underserved and underappreciated in today's society. We'll see y'all next week.